asking an old roofer is yeah. a good idea. Yeah, but it turns out that the roofer isn't just anyone. He has a tattoo on his arm of a symbol that we've seen before in the future. <laughs> 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 that we've seen before because we've watched Diamond is Unbreakable. Diamond is Unbreakable. And many of you have probably also watched it or read it. And it's the, the circle... It's like the female sign with like a uh, the arrow from the male sign, the bottom, yeah. But like in the female sign formation, so vertically, so it looks almost like a super simplified anchor. Anyway, we see that in the future on Josuke's one of Josuke's pins is that symbol, and Jotaro some of his many like outfit changes, just yeah. whole fashion symbol situations yeah. is that symbol. But yeah, it's all over his hat. So and it's why would Josuke and Jotaro both have that symbol? Because it's a pirate club logo. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So that roofer must be a pirate club yeah. affiliate or ex pirate club. Yeah. Or so jo- so Joseph must have like left like a pirate club napkin at Josuke's mom's house. Josuke's mom's yeah. house. Uh, and he grew up and was like, and your Josuke, dad left this behind. Yeah. Or just Josuke like found it and was like, this is a cool symbol. Yeah. Maybe he just left the pin. Yeah. Yeah. Just the pin itself. It might that's be an heirloom. True. Oh shit. Maybe that's like the pirate club yeah. pin. Yeah. Yeah. It is also the prince symbol without the swoopy line. So yeah. it's it's pretty close to that and probably a prince reference. But. Yeah. Or prince is doing a pirate club reference. Prince was probably a pirate club member. When did prince turn to the artist and t- take on the symbol? Um, that was, was it in the 90s when he was arguing Right, but what with, year? I don't know, but it was Epic Records. Because this... I think it was Epic. I can't remember. But he had like a multi... Hold on, because this might predate prince's symbol. Like oh, from no. when it was published in the manga. 1993 is when he was in a contractual dispute with Warner Brothers and he changed his name to the unpronounceable symbol, also known as the love symbol. And so this appears in chapter 217, which was originally published in 91. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Prince Shit. stole it from... Iraqi. From, from, that, from that roofer. Fact <laughs> checked. I think... <laughs> Maybe what it is is that multiple people independently realize that you can take the lines from the male symbol and the female symbol and put them on the same axis. There's another one, but it's like a trans symbol where it's the Both male of them. point, yeah. in, but it's pointing in the male direction with the female cross. But, um, but yeah, this is a this is definitely just the pirate club symbol. Yeah, no, I think For Prince sure. was a member of the pirate club. Yeah, and that's what he was trying to tell the world. Yeah, and whoa, and well, also Diamond is Unbreakable began serialization in 92 so again that was a year before prince mm-hmm. took the the symbol prince known manga fan yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what i'm going with sure yeah. i mean look if there's any manga that prince is was going to have been into i would say let's maybe call anil right now yeah we like, need to get anil dash on our next somebody, episode to talk about maybe this. somebody like sent him the part where there's a chicken named Prince. <laughs> yes. And he was like, shit, this is cool. This is good and stuff. Got, and then he got really into it. I yeah. think that's obviously what happened. Yeah. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a show about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Courtney Stanton. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Darius Kazemi. This week, we're going to talk to you about... Full force. Child trafficking. Yeah. Feminism. Male feminism. <laughs> Male feminism. This episode of our podcast is going to be about both episodes of Whole Horse Boingo, right. so if you haven't watched both of them, go ahead and do that. That's 36 and 37 of Stardust Crusaders. Yep. We're so close. Yeah, we're just, oh, we're in the home stretch. Yeah. So this episode opens with a sequence that 
in the manga. In the manga, it actually appears about 10 issues before this arc starts. And so it's uh, in the manga, what happens is they fight Mariah and Alessi. And then you get this segment where Whole Horse is talking to Dio. Then they fight Darby. And then Whole Horse shows up. So that's how it goes in the manga, which is actually chronological. So it takes the Darby battle length of time for Whole Horse to travel and, and get, get to... And kidnap <laughs> Right. Well... And it I, does take time. And I also, again, like hats off to David Productions for realizing that it's like for, for television, you don't have just one scene with a character and then like they kind of disappear. Like it makes more sense to have the whole thing be yeah. Well, I mean, also, Araki was making this shit up as you went along week over week, more or less, yeah. uh, as opposed to David Productions, which can look at the whole right. of Stardust Crusaders and, and rearrange you know, and give it. us gems like Joe Taro reading about marine biology way before yeah. Araki had any fucking idea yeah. that that's what Joe Taro would end up doing with his life. The manga chapter at least as it's translated, is called Shooting Dio? Question <laughs> mark. Well, and that kind of sums it <laughs> that, up. Yeah, that's yeah, Well, we don't need to talk about it now. That's, uh, yeah, that's it. that's it. We got it. I like it because it establishes a few things. One, Dio is apparently part dragon, and he has a dragon horde. Like, he doesn't believe in yes, he containers. Yes, atop his, <laughs> piles, his piles of, of treasure. Where, Just where, leave that anywhere. Okay, but where? Where does he get this from? Okay, I, so, we've already determined... Dio is a museum goer. We know that. He goes to museums. He steals their shit. He brings it back. Nobody can catch him. I mean, I guess he did steal the sword. Yeah. I think he's financially dominating the women he eventually kills. But where do they get the shit? I don't know. He just finds rich women. Okay. Just quote unquote, the concept of husbands do not just have piles of treasure. I don't know what kind of Also, there are, there's no such thing as a straight couple in uh, JoJo's Hard Adventure. That's so. true. All right, you fact check me. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one, but they don't last very long. Because, it's their beards. He's, yeah. He, yeah. He, 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 he kills them and then takes the money from their beards. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Dio is just accumulating. What's, What's a beard What's a beard for, for a, a lesbian? lesbian? Yeah, I figured you would know. Yeah, Elis. <laughs> Fact check. <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to think. I mean, I literally had one. I know, like, I know, like, <laughs> I'm not we, saying it. Do we just name it after your ex husband or? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, think there don't, is one. Yeah. I don't know. Right. As usual, lesbians slided from the discourse. That's right. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, this is lesbian erasure. It is. <laughs> I do not appreciate it, society. There's a lot of lesbian erasure in JoJo's. Yeah. <laughs> but that's mostly because all women are erased. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, God eventually Araki discovers lesbians. He's like, wait a minute. In part four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just keeps that train yeah. rolling right along. It's <laughs> like, oh, women can like women too. I had no Interesting. idea. This is just like men. Yeah. yeah. I thought men. romance was only possible between men but <laughs> we also learned that dio has a weak left side which he demonstrates by burning his fingers with whole horse's cigarette which is really horny really gay yeah. i was I've, I've still i'm still watching a lot of lupin the third and so i was really expecting dio to put the cigarette in his own yeah mouth. um style but i guess he isn't sucking whole horse's dick yeah uh, if now anything it should be the other way around yeah i mean that's clear by the end of this yeah yeah but. yeah i love whole horse being like i don't understand why these women wouldn't resist and i'm like bitch you are about to yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you think Time you're to feeling get domed by Dio. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like you think you're feeling fear, but fear and sexual arousal only have the same responses in the in the body. So you're confused. But uh, but yes, he burns both his fingers and his left finger heals slower than his right finger, and so his left side is 
less powerful than his right side right now, which he says means less that he vampire-y. hasn't. It means he hasn't fully integrated and therefore is not fully immortal. So I have like several questions. Yeah. One, the healing thing. What does Whole Horse think Dio is? Yeah. <laughs> because if he knows he's a vampire, yeah. why shoot? Why him? would he try and shoot him? Well, especially why would he try and shoot him in the back of the head, which he knows. His head has survived worse than that. If you shoot a, but if you kill a, a vampire, we don't know much about vampire stand interactions, right? Like, can a stand kill a vampire? Is it like Hammond in that way? I think Whole Horse is an idiot. That's <laughs> right. Why. I mean, also, some vampires you have to decapitate. Yeah. Right. So shooting him in the head might work. Right. If you, like, maybe he has zom- silver bullets. Maybe zombie rolls. And- you know. But yeah, I think it's just generally that whole horse, whole horse is, is very to arrogant. Be fair, whole horse's bullets do go over normal rules in this yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah, they can like bend and but and and kill himself. <laughs> yeah, as we'll get to. So yeah. yeah, so I it's like maybe he's just like it'll he has a lot of con- uh, but I the whole point is he's overconfident. Right. Right. So. Oh, but also, um, the world is not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, now we know what our episode titles are all going to be. Variations <laughs> of once we get to Dio's The World. Whole Horse tries to defeat Dio and again gets psyched out before he even manages yeah. to do anything. Because uh, Dio somehow manages to get behind Whole Horse. Yeah. I also like that Dio's just like, I like you. You know, like as yeah. soon as you as soon as you decided to assassinate me, you got you became completely calm, yeah. and that's the whole horse that I hired. You know, yeah. like Here's how, you can have a raise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your just, raise is I'm not going to kill you right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just an <laughs> unflappable manager. Yeah. Just very. But he's he's again. This is him being. He's being. He's like cars. He's actually a very good manager. Well, right. He's like letting his employee come to his own realization of his strengths. I mean, the thing about Araki is that if I didn't know that he had been a manga artist since... His whole career. Yeah, for his entire career, I would think that he had had like a first life in managerial studies or something. (laughs) Because he really is uh, kind of fixated on these really good employer-employee relationships. It's been a while since we've seen Dio be incredibly overpowerful. Yeah. Just overly, overly, overly powerful. And yeah, so Dio is scary, which is good. Yeah, you need that reminder. Because all he's been doing is like looking at himself in a mirror and occasionally sexting. What's he yeah. reading, by the way? He's oh, reading a book. book. What's he reading? Either he's reading about the Mona Lisa, or oh my, maybe he's reading the Bible. To <laughs> Yes, he could be reading the Bible. You know, he definitely could be reading the Bible. Yeah. Uh, some part six foreshadowing yeah, there. Yeah. Say, yeah. Um, or maybe he's reading Marine Life. <laughs> An anthology of Marine Life. <laughs> I mean, either way, he's definitely like reading something to get closer to someone else. Yeah. Though I do like that he, I, I love that Dio is like this kind of like intellectual homebody. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's reading George Joestar. No one reads George No one does. Star. That's no. not very intellectual. Um, but but yeah. He's the only person on earth who's ever read that. <laughs> and lived. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it, the plot finally moves past this one scene we've been discussing for an hour. And. We find out that Whole Horse has been doing some light child trafficking. Uh, <laughs> he kidnapped Boingo in his sleep and tied him up and put him in a suitcase. And took him, God, from from as- from, uh, from wherever he was in Egypt to Cairo. Across by, county lines. By plane. Yes, definitely yeah. county lines were crossed. Yeah, when I first saw the plane, I was like, who is in a plane and lived? And it was, of course, not the None gang. of the Joe stars. There's some airport cab altercation uh, hooligan yeah. or not hooligans what's the word like a I mean, they're hooligans ruffians yeah 
ragamuffins. Else, but yes, they're, they're jerks. Some air, <laughs> yeah, those guys, which is something that Iraqi decides he's going to use again someday. Yeah. yeah. Which I love. <laughs> but I also like that. So Whole Horse does a very Oingo Boingo type thing, which is like because they're hassling him, he just brutally wounds one of them, <laughs> which eventually he comes back. Off his ear. And like eventually they, they, sort of track him back down yeah. or like take the opportunity to try and go after him again which is a nice parallel one, of, the, one of those fate circling yeah. back Oingo, things. Things. like yeah. don't just fucking beat the shit out of random people except it works in his favor yeah yes True. <laughs> like it sure comes it back to help him yeah boingo like throwing up for like 10 minutes <laughs> it's so fucking funny and whole horses like shaded eyes just like, yeah. uh, like okay he's like we will get along yeah mm, I need this guy's powers whole horse like he he's just incapable of being independent. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's like, so I he, need this barfing child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need I need to be number two to a child, a literal child, yeah. because I can't be number one. He's really codependent and insecure. Yes. Um. I just and it is it's great because then it's like the whole rest of the thing is him having to do ridiculous things that he doesn't believe in, uh, in order because to get what he has, wants. Yeah. Because, because he's, he's decided that he like has to be number two. Yeah. Attached to yeah. to somebody else. Get out of bad relationships. Do you think number two is a toilet anxiety reference? I was thinking that. I mean, it definitely maybe has to do with his special relationship with Palmer. To F, yeah. Boingo spends the entirety of both of these two episodes under a box. Yeah. Hashtag relatable. Um, He's like a hermit crab. Yeah. Like just in his little thing and crawling around. He's like me literally every day. Or I'm just like, I don't know. Like a hermit crab. (laughs) I already said like a hermit crab. (laughs) Yeah. It has the word hermit in the name. Yes, true. But yeah, just in the second he like gets out from under it, he gets like crawl back under it again and he won't leave it even when he's trying to like follow whole horse and talk to him. It's just it's real good. It is good. Yeah. I like Boingo. Yeah. Yeah. Boingo and Whole Horse appear as a team in the good uh fighting game Heritage for the Future. Uh so when we do our next stream, you will get to see them work together. And Boingo is under the box yes. the whole time. That was my question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, that so game is so good. It is very good. Can someone please? I know that like this would require it being your full time job, but can someone please quit their job and make a JRPG using all the assets yeah. from Heritage from the for Capcom the game? Yeah, please. They please. um uh, also uh, at least one, of, one person will buy it from you. One of Whole Horse's <laughs> special moves in that one, like all the all those pipes appear, and then he shoots through the pipes. Can and you they poke go, people boing, in boing, the boing. nose? I think yeah, I I think he might actually have like a like an uppercut type move that is him like doing moving moving his two fingers up so much because like you know that that would like require them animating everyone's face to look like there's fingers. Oh, I don't think they. I I don't think it connects. Okay. And like, but it's but I think it's just like an uppercut move that's right. shaped like that. It's still pretty cool that they put it in there. So then there's all this business with Whole Horse being convinced that the book is actually. Like faded. right, so he has to. So there's this little, yeah, little Iraqi uh, <laughs> ghost story that's right. not a ghost story, but it's the same like twist it's a little mini twist ending thing. Yeah, where whole horse uh, is. It's predicted that whole horse will kick a super hot lady in the neck, and then she'll be so excited that she'll reward him with yeah. jewelry. Yeah, and he's like, "Why would that ever happen? That doesn't make any sense." Like, I respect women, no matter how. <laughs> I might li- yeah, yeah, yeah. I might lie to them, but yeah. I'm always nice I to them. I would never hit. One. I would never hit yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So whole horse, in case you were nice guy. Yeah. Whole horse, male feminist. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like anytime you know a guy who talks like that, just get the fuck away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he. Uh, but it ends up that he kicks her in the neck because he sees a scorpion on her, 
and kicking her in the neck is the only way to get rid of the scorpion. Can't be like, hey. There's a scorpion on you. Well, maybe you should react like you do when there's yeah, something on your mic. Say. Yeah. So if I ever kick you in the neck while you're sitting right there, you know what that is. <laughs> Shit. I hope uh, there aren't like lethal scorpions <laughs> in this trailer. I mean, you never know. I, and I do think it's worth just remembering that Araki's mangas, like the individual issues are like 10 pages long. And so basically this scorpion story was like most of one issue which makes sense right. it's like a it's like a little self-contained part on its own i so. mean i think that the the structure of this first episode um episode 36 is just really good like it's just it's like if you had, if you condensed both these episodes into one um it would be like I don't know. It's just a really nice arc. You have like the cold open. Yeah. You have this little mini scorpion story. Then we f- see the gang. Right. Yeah. We haven't seen the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then we get nice. the cliffhanger with yeah. the nose. But yeah, basically he's like, sure, I believe it. And then it's like, well, he sticks his fingers up pulling her off nose and somehow everybody ends up unconscious and it's the perfect yeah. time to kill them. And he's like, all right, I, I don't follow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me again. Uh, but he does it because he gets caught by pulling her off because pulling her off in his wisdom has decided to once again completely peel off from everybody else and go explore something alone because it's never ended badly in the in the constant in the like ongoing journey of us recording this season <laughs> and me discovering more and more completely logical reasons for why I have always irrationally I thought hated Stardust Crusaders this is poor writing yeah <laughs> like the fact that almost every stand battle we have Polnareff going off by himself and getting put in peril is that a French thing he's done that yes okay. yeah I was gonna say it definitely I mean Iraqi probably read that French people do this a lot and he was like well that's add it to the character sheet yeah Polnareff's only character trait now. but yeah it's like he self damsels and he self damsels in the exact same way yeah. it's like imagine like you're watching something and literally every time it's like there's a bus Okay, Polnareff steps in front of the bus and gets hit by it. It's like, wow, that's really interesting. And like, lots of suspense. Like, no, you're not going to care like the second time it happens because it's fucking dumb. Like, also, maybe he would learn eventually to yeah, not step in front of the bus. Like, the fact that everyone is aware, like, Polnareff. Learning goes isn't off, a French thing. Polnareff <laughs> goes off by himself. And everyone is like, Polnareff went off by himself. And it's like, oh my God, like, this is like the fifth time. Right. They don't time. like, you know, you would think that Avdal would be like, look, I'm fucking going with you. Yeah. Like, let's maybe, like, okay, Polnareff goes off by himself, like, during the, when he gets, like, almost killed by the puppet in the hotel room. Yeah. Polnareff goes off by himself to try and save Avdol and gets Avdol, right. or not uh-huh. save Avdol, in, uh, but to try and kill yeah. uh, uh, Jay Gile. Jay Gile. Um, Enya's hotel, Enya's he goes hotel, off on Polnareff his own. Polnareff goes off by himself. He goes off by himself with Anubis. Right. And he now goes, he says this. He goes off by himself with Seth's Alessi. Does he? Yeah, right, because it's that weird reverse cruising. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He goes off by himself now. Like, I have now counted six times off the top of my head. Like, oh, fucking judgment, too, on the island. Oh, yeah. Like, Polnareff <laughs> goes off by himself at least seven times that I could count just now. It is fucking stupid. So this is lucky number eight. Like, <laughs> like honestly, like, what the hell? Like, I mean, I... like. I really think Araki just wasn't a good writer at this point. Maybe he was just like, well, my sister used the buddy system and it didn't work out for her. 
I think if you'll recall, back when we first started talking about Stardust Crusaders, I said one of its major problems is that none of the characters really change. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, it's true, but it's like, but it's just very like egregious and glaring. Yes. Like that it's literally the same story structure over and over and over. It's like how many times? And like Jotaro, really Jotaro's not going to fucking say something? Like Polnareff is like, apparently, as we learn, because... The, the rest of the gang is like, oh, Polnareff went behind that corner to check and see if we were being followed by a suspicious man. I mean, I can see Jotaro looking at this like natural consequences parenting. Also, you know, like, remember, oh, just let him, he'll he'll learn eventually. I also die. think, remember, they're all congenitally incapable of thinking that someone might be a stand user. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Another completely stupid part of Stardust Crusaders. <laughs> so he's like, I think some stranger who's suspicious, is tracking us. They're like, probably nothing. Right, it's, go. right. they've been on this trip for like 50 days <laughs> and they've encountered like 20 stand users, which means <laughs> that like literally every other day they encounter a stand user. Which means that this is probably fine and not a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, they're like, it's been two days. It's, what could go wrong? It's just they're right. so incompetent that it's actually difficult to sympathize with them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because I don't understand, because they don't feel like real people. Yeah. Which relates not, to the yeah. fact that they don't learn and change. Yeah, at all. Like, so, just not even a little. Luckily, we're almost <laughs> finished with Stardust Crusaders yeah. and Diamond is Unbreakable. Actually, like, Jotaro gets right. smarter and stronger, but the rest of these fucks. Yeah. Mm. And Jotaro also, like, I don't think that Jotaro, like, I mean, you know, obviously there are mechanical level up deaths yeah. that happen, but I think that Jotaro stays pretty static during part three, too, like, yeah. character wise and, like, Part four is more interesting. I mean, part yeah. two, or wait, what the fuck? Wait, no, we only know him from the beginning of part three. Yeah. But he doesn't, I mean, he's he, he chills out a little bit, I guess. I think the big surprise in part four, which again, he doesn't really grow a lot in part four, but he doesn't have to, but it's the growing that he did between yeah. the two series that is <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, I think, what makes him interesting in part four is you're yeah. just like, you did what now? Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But, like... Yeah, it's just Stardust Crusaders. Ugh. I like the growing he does between parts four and five. <laughs> I like, you like that phone call the that phone he makes? phone call, yeah. yeah. Like he knows the, how to use a phone now. I dislike the growing. I specifically dislike what he does between five and six. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so he ends up <laughs> sticking his fingers up Polnareff's nose. Yes. Uh, and I like that he just does it. He's just kind of like shrugs and does it. He's like, well, I got nothing else to try. Might as well stick my fingers up his nose, as opposed to like he accidentally trips and puts yeah. his fingers up there or I something. Had retconned it in my head to be that it was accidental. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and then Polnareff is just like, "What, what? the fuck? <laughs> what? What's your next move here? Yeah, <laughs> like, just, what's your end game? Well, yeah. but I think it is it just blanks him a little. It's yeah, like, he's it, just taken aback. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it, it leaves us for the break. Yes, and then we get it's a good JoJo style cliffhanger. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Why? Fingers up the nose what to be continued. <laughs> but then we get the really cool credits. Um, yes. That's right. We get new whole horse boingo uh, combi combination. Yeah, really good. Yeah, uh, uh, it's adorable. It was really I, like every time I'm just like, yay, this art style again. Yeah, and it's just but like it. it's so fun. The yep. music is so fun. Yep. Oh, Whole horse great. doing his little introduction about how he's the emperor. Yeah, and, he and that he's always number, number two. two. Yeah. 
It's adorable. His brand is very strong. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we like they David Productions is like, fuck it, Boing goes in this. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're bringing it, it back. Yeah. They're well, like, and that, everyone who worked on that was just like, please, I'll just do it again. Yeah. I'm so bored. Well, and that ties in with just the whole aesthetic of like, because you know, we get both Whole Horses very distinct sort of Ennio Morricone type theme. And then we also get Boingo's like cartoon, you know, Looney Tunes type yeah. game again. Yeah, um, like so. all through the episode. I was yeah. like, I, this episode was really, every once in a while I'll, I'll realize how good they are at using theme music for different characters yeah. and, and emotional moments and stuff. But it's it especially stands out when you have two different characters who have their own themes and it's like switching back and forth between them based on what's going on. Yeah, this is a really good set of episodes too. I mean... As we've said, like the end of Stardust Crusaders is good. Yeah, it's basically good from here on out. We, uh, as we mentioned before, we even don't dislike the Iggy episode, which is next week. Though, I, I feel as though the the preview made me doubt my my memory. (laughs) Well, yes, I mean there is the talking talking dog, talking dog. Yep. But yeah, and so then after, so for part two. Then we get the quote-unquote fight with Polnareff, uh, which is not really a fight so much as just... Okay, I really like this because he, like, pulls his gun on Polnareff, manages to, like, get faster than him and, like, basically hides and puts his gun to Polnareff's head and makes Polnareff come up with the least plausible Polnareff excuse possible, which is, oh, yeah, I was pissing in public on a city street. (laughs) Yeah. Which, Which I didn't realize until Darius pointed it out was like... You would think that the boys would immediately understand something is wrong. That's right. code for... I am being held hostage. Yeah, exactly. you know, like, like, oh, you know. Polnareff, yeah, Polnareff, he would never. No, would never. I know, that's like Courtney being like, oh yeah, I was chasing a puppy because I wanted to eat it. That's yeah. why I went around the corner. Yeah, you, know, like, you know, just me and my love of dog cannibalism. Yeah. Um, but like Polnareff like would sooner die of a kidney infection. Yeah. yeah oh, then, absolutely. Yeah, than piss on the street. He's yeah. like, no, just I want kidney stones forever. I don't want to yeah. deal with, with the yeah. shame. I want my bladder to burst inside me. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even enjoy pissing in the mouth of uh of the of Cameo. Well he was forced to do <laughs> yeah, it. No, he he had a yeah. look of distress on his <laughs> well, face. He, yeah, he only a... did it because his friend came back to life and, and asked Peer him to pressured do it. Him. Peer pressured him in, into doing it. Also because he had lost a lot of blood and flesh. And also because Iggy wasn't around to do gross things. Yes. But like they don't pick up on it. And so then he tries to signal them with his tongue. Which turns into an arrow. Which is great. Awesome. And he and he does he does I checked for that. He does do it in the manga, so it's it's pretty great. Yeah. Until eventually Abdol figures it out in the most like old person way possible. Oh, is he trying to signal something to us? Abdol, what the hell? With his tongue? Yeah. I think he's saying there's something behind him. Also, you know what's interesting? So just to support for Jotaro and Rohan having sex. <laughs> Important part three. Go on. Analysis. Yeah. So, at, you know, at the end of part four, Jotaro f- figures out that Rohan is like imperiled because he finds like a piece of his earring on the street, even though he's only met Rohan like maybe one time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So much more attuned. Yeah. yeah. To Rohan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, then Abdal is to. That's no, why then, then any Jotaro, of them are. Like, then, yeah. How is Jotaro not getting that something's going on here? That's why I like. I really, I still maintain that they all like signed off on Polnareff maybe just being dead after they fought Darby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. This fucking idiot. And then maybe yeah. they're letting him wander off alone at this point. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not a bad theory. Again, I mean, I think, I, mean, I, I buy that. Joseph and Avdol don't know what's going on, but I think Jotaro knows exactly what's going on and just choosing not to say anything. 
Yeah. It's a big power Jonah, move. what yeah. is up with you? <laughs> Again, I refer back to that time he let a completely innocent truck driver just be left for dead on the side of the road <laughs> for no reason. And again, I say, is there such thing as an innocent truck driver? <laughs> <laughs> no, but especially in this universe. Yeah, no, I, it's, that's fair. But I'm just, he has no remorse over anything. Like, he's not someone who's going to sit around and feel bad about stuff. It's true. So... I think that him just being like, oh, Paul Ref got himself into trouble. Well, I guess he's dead now. <laughs> yeah. Write him off. And, you know, maybe maybe he'll come back and be able to hang out for a while. That'd be impressive. Yeah, maybe mm. Jotaro is just like zoning out, thinking about like how much he misses Kaki. Yeah, that's probably, probably that what it moment. is. Yeah. It's like, I really wish we could find a hotel so I could like go back and like jerk off to Kaki and scarf. Wow. <laughs> that was specific. Well. I feel like I understand that character a lot. <laughs> also, Courtney's unique insight. Also, into Jotaro's we mind. do know that there is like some scarf action happening. So, yeah, because of the end because end. the end credits. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm not wrong. And then Polnareff sneezes because he just had stuff up his nose, and whole horse like is exposed. Is exposed, and then immediately falls on some barrels of what is this fluid? Oil? It's a, it's a greasy pea-like substance. <laughs> <laughs> Darius is like, is that urine? It's like, like, I don't know what it is. Is it like gasoline? Or like, is it uh, like, or like well, no, olive oil? Yeah, like what? It's oh, maybe something, it's olive It might be olive oil. Yeah. It's something slippery and yellow. Yeah. yeah I guess yeah, we're going to go with olive oil. It's extra, it's light olive oil. Yeah, low low grade. But like high oil. Oil content, very oily. Yeah, yeah, oil. yeah. But it's not the green yeah, kind. No. And so, so he falls into that. This is where it's one of those things where this is the episode where Aki's like, "Well, ridiculous things are supposed to happen because it's the fate episode, so I can just write whatever I want, and it's plausible." Yeah. So, so. The, the guys that Whole Horse fucked up at the airport pop in. They're yeah. driving a truck. Speaking of bad people driving trucks, and they're like, "Oh, hey, here's that guy who shot off my ear. Let's <laughs> run him over." I mean, but fair. because yeah. they drive through the pile of olive oil, it makes the truck slip, and they smack right into all four of the gang. Unfortunately, like, this is a truck hitting four two 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 actual JoJos and two honorary JoJos. Right. So the truck does not so fare well built, at all. And they're built like trucks. Yeah. So it's truck versus Four truck, trucks. Yeah. And yeah. the four trucks win. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're like laying around on some rubble. There's and a so lot of rubble. And we get like, oh my gosh, the, are they but, all dead? Right. But the, but the truck is totaled and the boys are fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like all crushed under like huge pieces of rock and they're like, Get this off me. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We're fine though. I still am totally conscious, not have a concussion. I'm no, not bleeding it's anywhere. Fine. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. But yeah, Jodor comes to first, or he's never even knocked unconscious. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, yeah. he's, he's Jodor Kujo. Jodor just brushes it off. Yeah. Whole horse and Boingo like are hiding and watching. Uh, and then they get the next prediction, which is that it, right at noon, Whole Horse has to shoot some bullets into an empty pipe. And, and do the thing that we've seen done like a million times, which is like someone puts their face up to a pipe or a vent yeah. and something comes out <laughs> and of it. And Jotaro is going to get shot in the head. Right. And they're like, wait, let's fact check this and make sure we're not interpreting it wrong. And they're like, no, there's no way to interpret it yeah, wrong. Yeah, as long as you do this at exactly noon, you're, you're golden. I like how when Whole Horse is like, I won't even act like Jotaro. Like, were you yeah, planning what? to just go like, yare, yare? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, yeah, it's like, as I long mean, as I, guess, I don't, yeah. I guess he's like, as long as I'm not smoking a cigarette well, actively. Because, yeah, because he's like, okay, well, your book said that this would happen to Jotaro last time, but it actually happened to Oingo, so how do I make that not happen? It's like, well, good, I won't pretend to be Jotaro. It's like, what? <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah, I agree. That part, I was like, was yeah. that your plan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Smart. 
so he does it and then it turns out he his watch is fast so it yep. doesn't work and instead he, but he shoots himself but it yes. does i do like their retroactive explanation for how the stand worked with with oingo which is that if oingo had just done exactly what the book had right. said and like let let the book like just let not resisted it at all uh by like trying to save himself then Jotaro actually would have exploded, but because he didn't, it was his own face. But and it's just very and, like it's very like Harry Potter prophecy. Yeah, yeah. Style, but this is like you you can theoretically change it, but the ways in which you try to change it will then get incorporated uh, into it, and it'll end up just being true. What I do like is that they they look back at Oingo, they sort of explain how that works, and then you get to see it work again the same way, which is like if he had done it at noon, it would have killed Jotaro. But since he didn't do it at noon, a different, similar, the prophecy still happens, but it's the bullets come through the actual page of the book. Right. And Whole Horse gets shot with his own bullets. And so and I think it's because he's reading the the comic, he can't see it coming, so he doesn't get the chance to cancel his stand. Yeah. Now we have... A, this is now our this is a, second example. Right. So this is on our, on the, uh, on the Justice episode, we made the bold claim that whole horse shouldn't be able to shoot himself because his stand his bullets are part of his stand and your stand can't hurt you. But we were wrong. Well, we weren't well we didn't we said we thought that, but then and then we were like, oh Rocky is wrong. But apparently I don't know if all stands can hurt people because as Darius pointed out on that episode of our podcast, uh like Abdal doesn't burn from fire and like blah blah, blah. but right. but for whole example horse, Whole horse's stand, whatever the fuck it's called, the emperor, has its own rules, which means that he can definitely hurt himself with bullets. Well, I do want to point out that the sun, the sun's user, had to have an air conditioner running, so he could clearly feel the heat from his own stand, unlike unlike, uh, Avdol and his flames. So does Avdol have an Anubis-type stand, and everyone else gets injured (laughs) by their own stands? Could Jotaro punch himself? Ooh. With Star Platinum. Yeah. Well, I mean, we see Star Platinum hit himself, but that's I don't know true. if that hurts Jotaro. Wait, no, that's yeah. fake Star Platinum. Oh, right. That's yeah. fake That's Star not Platinum. actually Star Platinum. I, I just mean, wish it was real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to... Th- I mean, so like by Anubis type, we mean like some kind of special type Special stand, stand yeah. Special yeah, has has has, uh, has Foghorn Leghorn been a special stand this whole time? Right. Or is... Um, or is a whole horse. The sun and a yeah. whole horse. I mean, there is a difference maybe between stands that are objects and stands that are not objects. Like a gun is an object. And the sun and the sun is an object in the sky. Yeah, and they're not A sexy foghorn leghorn is, is an a, object. No, that's, that's, no, that's <laughs> a Stop objectifying foghorn leghorn. <laughs> yeah, that's a furry. <laughs> so like stands that are furries versus stands that are, that are objects. Yeah. So interesting. So like, so Polnareff wouldn't be able to stab himself because he, right, he has weird... a furry. Oh, right. Well, because and again, like, uh, like hot pants can use cream starter on herself. Yeah. Yeah. So what other object stands? I don't know. But yeah, so maybe it yeah. is. So it's maybe an object there's stand. object type stands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were, we have been disproved. Araki has Iraqi some fact-checked. sort of consistency. We have, we have yes. been fact checked so by Araki. Yeah. Yeah. So whole horse basically gets the Avdol injury. Right, the, where it hits you in the head, poetic, but it like scoots up, and then irony. yeah, it doesn't doesn't hit his brain. Yeah, uh, so sure. So R.I.P. Whole horse's forehead. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he'll have to wear a bandana too. Yeah, and then 
Boingo gets decides to turn over a new leaf. Yeah, he he realizes the error of his ways. Revenge is not profitable. Him and Oingo, he's going to go find his brother. They're going to start a... Using their powers for good. Yeah, they're going to be... They're going to start like a charitable organization. And then Iggy ruins it all. Yeah, and Iggy... Fuck, <laughs> so Boingo is like, fuck this box I've been living inside of. I'll never sit under a box again and throws it up in the air. And it happens to hit Iggy in the head. Worth it. And then, yeah, and then Iggy bites Boingo's butt and Boingo is like... No, <laughs> and, he ends and up then in the we hospital. and then we get a and then we get a like a voiceover that's basically like, and Boingo was depressed for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, like he learned <laughs> like, that it wasn't that easy to change. Yeah, yeah, poor buddy. Like what the fuck, Iggy just ruined his life. Like this kid yeah. was he was gonna like learn his lesson before he even became an adult. Like yeah. he was like, all right, well I know that like I've had some bad influences, I've done some bad shit, but I'm gonna change. And then Iggy fucking ruined it for him. Well, also, I think it's like, I think that's very common to be like, I'm going to turn over a whole new leaf and then you hit some friction and it's like, or mm, same leaf. Yeah. And yeah. some, and some very minor friction as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, if Iggy biting him was enough to make him never change his attitude ever again, probably okay, also but, missing his bus would have done the okay, same thing. Okay. But imagine in real life, if, if you're approached by a dog with a man's face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It comes up to you yeah. and eats you and tries to eat you. Yeah, that would be horrible. Like that would be a really that would in fact <laughs> that's like, stick with you. That's like God does not want me to change. <laughs> like this is an actual Or rather fucking, there is no God yeah, like, <laughs> clearly. This is a fucking demon. <laughs> like I've been attacked by some kind of like biblical style demon. <laughs> right out like of a Hieronymus a, Bosch yeah, painting. Yeah, exactly. Like a fucking uh, manticore dog <laughs> chimera some fucked up shit yeah so uh, R.I.P. Boingo and then we get yeah. a new outro a slightly new outro yeah. right we get yeah. the we get the whole horse Boingo combi again but we get a new it has Little Iggy ending. at the end and, and it has the whole outcome. horse getting hurt yeah. yeah it's good it's good yeah. it's well done and I think that's is that the end that's of whole it. horse that's the end of whole yeah we uh, he is mentioned again like verbally at least once, but he's not. Uh, he, uh, he doesn't come back. He's retired, even though he doesn't get a stamp. Huh? And, then we, and we never see him again. Yeah, and we never see Boingo again. I guess whole yep. horse dies. Well, we get to see. We get to see whole horse's son in part five. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> canonical. Cano- completely canonical son. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's it for whole horse and Boingo. And next week we get to have our Iggy episode. Guys, get super psyched because once we're finished with the Iggy episodes, it's just good shit. I mean, yeah. even the, the Iggy, Iggy episodes, episodes are good. They're just I like they're just not. I like the thing they're as I good think. as an Iggy episode can be. That is the lowest bar I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> that is such damning with. But yeah, it is all undeniably excellent anime after the Iggy episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tune in next week to for us. to listen to Eli's complaint. <laughs> okay, thank you. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon, at Stream PDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at Stream PDX and Open Signal. Our music is the Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at Explain JoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Dio's victims would leave for Dio.